Hello, everyone. Welcome to uh, the Undiscovered podcast, uh, episode two. Uh, and the reason it's called the Undiscovered podcast because the thing is, I'm not going to promote this anywhere. I'm just going to put it on the internet and let's see if anyone stumbles upon it and discovers it. See? See? It will cease to be undiscovered. It will be discovered. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, I wanted to talk about something which I was thinking about today. Mm. So I heard like many years ago, I heard this uh, quote, which has really uh, stuck in my mind, I've been stuck in my mind for a long time. And it's people don't have ideas. Ideas have people. So what that means is that uh, you, like, yeah, it's it's more accurate to look at actually that ideas have taken a hold of people and then they're kind of like puppeteering them almost. So when people say that, oh, oh I, I thought of this or this was my idea, it's not actually your idea. It originates from you hearing an idea from somewhere. It enters your brain and then it infuses in there and then when you say you know your idea or something you proclaim as your idea you're actually just what has happened is that the idea that was infused in your brain generated a new idea see what i'm saying so it's uh not actually you who is talking you're just a, a vessel and kind of what the utility of that knowledge, what, or what the utility has been for me, is really, well, understanding how the, if, if you can just, if you understand that you are just uh, a puppet, that uh, these all these ideas have taken a hold of you, and then you start to realize how they have taken a hold of you, and how does it affect you in your day-to-day -day life, you can start to shake off the ideas which are unhealthy for you, you know, kind of which aren't mm, good for your day-to-day -day activities or good for your mental health, let's say. Uh, and I can give you like a, a practical example of this. So I thought of this how, let's say there's two people uh, who open up the same newspaper and well, one person opens it up and sees all the stories about death and famine and the war and how this is bad and that's bad and crime and all this stuff. And uh, he starts saying things like, oh man, that's such a, the world is such a horrible place. I can't believe. And it affects him and his mentality negatively. Uh, well, his mind has been taken a hold of by all these negative ideas. And well, let's look at the other person who opens up the same newspaper. And um, he looks at the stories and says, oh wow, they're inventing a new technology here or they have found a cure for this disease or there's some uh, story about a, a heroic man who did something, I don't know, something good, something heroic. 
and he sees opportunities in that newspaper. And well, he his mind has been taken hold of ideas which are actually beneficial to him. And maybe what he has also done is he has uh, he has the understanding of or has had the understanding of what are the negative ideas which have taken hold of his mind and he has taken steps to shake them off so that they're no longer hindering him, no longer causing negativity and suffering to him, you know, needless suffering, I guess. And well, the way you actually shake off these ideas is, well, through your actions, of course. It's like there's uh, another really good quote which I like is don't say things which make you feel weak because, you know, if you say, if you vocalize things that, if you vocalize ideas which are harmful for you, well, then you're, you're kind of giving them power. You're feeding those ideas as opposed to if you just don't say them out loud, you, you kind of try to, try to know this, <laughs> which are these beliefs like which are harmful for you and you avoid, you restrain from saying them. So I give you an example actually for me is um, I used to believe that I'm uh, bad in math and I developed this idea when I wouldn't do well in math tests. You know, back in the day, back in, uh, uh, in school. Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't the, uh, the best in math tests, but then I actually, well, I studied and I became a developer, uh, a game developer. I, w I was a game developer for a while and uh, you can't really do that job if you don't have a, it, an understanding of math. And that's like, it was really, really hard, actually, the math you need to know to be a game developer. Um, but even while I was, you know, building games, I still had this belief that I'm not good in math, which is so silly looking back on it because <laughs> that, that just, it's not factually true. Uh, I couldn't have been in that position if I wasn't good in math, or at least had some knowledge. So it's, uh, well, that's only after I made this realization that, hey, wh why, why do I still believe I'm bad in math, even though I'm actually, I'm a developer and developers actually need to have math skills in order to do their job efficiently. And um, well, yeah, it's, it's, that's an example of a, let's say an idea which had taken hold of me and I kind of based my actions and my life uh, and my beliefs around it. And I was constantly saying to people that, oh, I'm actually, I'm not that good in math. I'm not, you know, I'm not good at math, even though I'm a developer, I'm not. But it's, and I didn't even realize the harm I was causing for myself when I even vocalized those things because they were, you know, they were making me weak. And uh, well, another thing to consider is if it's true, and I definitely true that thing, what you say can actually make you feel weak. Well, 
then the opposite must be true. Is that what you say must m- make you feel strong as well. So kind of positive uh, reinforcement or you know, the words of affirmation. Affirmation, that's how you pronounce it. It's, um, well, and I know it's, it's considered kind of silly, what it shouldn't be. Uh, it's actually such a shame how, well, whenever you have a person who is saying positive affirmations to himself, people start looking at like, what do you think, you're better than everyone else? What do you think? Uh, just, but it's such a shame because people who do that, they aren't saying it to impress anyone there. Mm. Oh, most of the time, they're not. But they're saying it because it helps them make, you know, helps them feel stronger and helps them. But it's, yeah, it's such a, people want to tear others down, I guess, you know. And I, I really believe, you know, that's the saying, misery loves company. So if you have someone who's miserable, they really want to make everyone else miserable as well and kind of pull them down to their level because it's a lot easier than to r- raise themselves up, you know. It's easier to, uh, what is this thing? I, I heard Nightwish has a great song. It's easier to curse the dark than to light a candle, something like that. Uh, that's one of the lyrics. Ah, man. Nightwish is a great band. I love it. Yeah, but I think that's uh, all I had for this episode. So, Let's see next time. Bye. Find a